Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. There's nothing quite as terrifying as having a child who can't breathe properly. Why they're doing it can be a mystery, but as the days and nights get colder, chances are you'll see it more. Sarah Hunstead has seen just about every case that needed immediate medical treatment and ones that could have stayed home. That was when she was a paediatric nurse in the emergency department. She did that for 15 years before starting CPR Kids, which is where she is now and trying to empower all parents to feel a bit more confident when it comes to their children's health. Today, we're talking about recognising breathing problems. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm well. What are the most common reasons children have problems breathing? So often it's due to a virus, some kind of infection that causes an issue with their breathing. And other kids can have chronic respiratory conditions like asthma or something like that. Now, if we're talking about something like the flu or pneumonia, let's say, and children can be sick and go downhill very fast, but at the same time, you know those illnesses are going around and then you can see that they've taken a turn for the worse, um, what would you suggest you do in that? at that moment. So it's about looking at your child. It doesn't matter what the cause is. You know, your job as a parent or carer is not to diagnose what they've got. You don't need to worry about that. All you need to do is to be able to recognize the symptoms and know when to call for help. So a good example of that is that if your child's unwell, you notice that their breathing starts to become faster than normal. You may notice that on their neck, you know that little notch just below the Adam's apple there, that that starts to suck inwards. You might notice that around their ribs and their tummy, and particularly in, you know, the younger kids and the babies, that it's almost like their tummy is starting to seesaw in and out and they suck in under their ribs there. In a baby, you might notice that their nostrils are starting to flare in or out. All of these signs, or even in an older child where they're not able to speak in complete sentences like you and I are having this chat now, that they just start to talk in phrases or words. So you can hear that they're struggling to get those words out. All of these things can be really concerning and we don't muck around with breathing problems. If they are having that difficulty breathing, we are calling an ambulance. Really important. If your child is turning blue, call an ambulance. Don't be tempted to chuck them in the back of the car. You need help to come to you. Is it just they're breathing normally or calling the calling the ambulance? Or is there sometimes uh, a chance that they might be maybe wheezing a bit that you don't necessarily have to worry like is there a way of telling that difference no absolutely it's about looking at your child are they distressed are you looking at them and you're going you know what you're happy playing there you're certainly you know you're watching the telly or you're doing your coloring in you're able to talk to me yes I can hear that your breathing's not quite right and I can see you're actually drinking well and that kind of stuff I know there's something that's a bit different to normal but looking at you as a whole my spidey sense is not going off. 
So trust your gut as well, because often that, you know, that parental spidey sense is very, very valuable in this situation. And what I'd encourage you to do is lift their jumper up or whatever they're wearing. Have a look at them. Don't just go off what they're doing. Really have a look. Is their tummy seesawing in or out? It's not. Okay, they're breathing a little bit faster than normal. You know what? They Something's not right. But I'll go see the GP. But if they have certainly any of those other more worrying symptoms, that's when we're going to call that ambulance. And when it comes to the little babies as well, they're a different kettle of fish. They can certainly get sick really, really quickly. And one of the first signs you may notice when it comes to breathing problems in a baby is they can't feed properly. So if they're breastfed or bottle fed, they might be pulling off the bottle or or the breast and they just can't seem to get that in and that's a worrying sign. Now those sorts of breathing difficulties I was thinking of in terms of bacterial or viral infections. What about if a child has asthma? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it possible, you know, could a child be six perhaps and you've never noticed that they've had a problem breathing and then bam they get asthma or is it Yep, so asthma itself isn't usually diagnosed until a child has had multiple wheezy episodes that respond to Ventolin. But absolutely, you could have a child who is never really had an episode like that before and then all of a sudden does get this wheezy episode. Absolutely, you can. So if you've got a child who has got a diagnosis of asthma, it's about knowing their signs and symptoms and having that asthma action plan that actually lists that particular child's signs and symptoms so that not only you know, their teachers know and the other people who are caring for them know. know, sister, if you're listening. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes, that's right. So that others are aware. But yes, if it is different to normal, seeking medical help. And asthma asthma attacks can get very severe that you need to call an ambulance straight away. Absolutely they can. So once again, it's about knowing your child and having that asthma action plan because if it can certainly be life-threatening, I think in Australia because we've got this wonderful attitude of, you know, she'll be right, mate. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Let's just stick our head in the sand. Come on. It'll be all right. That we can sometimes forget that asthma is a really serious condition. And if it's not controlled well, people die from asthma. I mean, I hate saying that, but it's true. So we need to be vigilant with our kids who have asthma, stick to their action plans and keep them updated as well. Now, obviously, apart from asthma, when they need Ventolin or um, when they've had severe breathing problems and you're calling the ambulance, if they are a bit wheezy and you know it's related to the fact that they're unwell, Mm -hmm. is there any way that we can help make them feel more comfortable? It's about really finding out the cause. So what I'd really recommend that you do, if your child does have that noisy breathing, whether it's a wheezy or another noise, go and get them checked out by your GP because they need to get a stethoscope scope on their chest and make sure everything's going all right in there. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. That's Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. And CPR Kids have been doing first aid courses for a number of years. I've done one and they're fabulous. Um, But they're actually doing them online now. So you'll be able to access them anywhere in Australia. We'll put the links to where you can get more information about them in the notes this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Debbie Ning and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. 
We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.